conversation. Share some knowledge. Yo, welcome to the sesh. Ain't nothing like a good sesh. Hey, come join us at the sesh. It's time for the sesh. A babes and butter self-improvement series. self-care tip of today is to hold that boundary. So what exactly is a boundary? First, I want to be clear that when we're talking about boundary on this podcast, we're talking about personal boundary. Now let's define a personal boundary. A personal boundary is a clear space that is created by a person to indicate how others are able to behave around them. And there are three types of boundaries. They are material, time, and internal boundaries. Material boundaries refer to how you want to share your material things, um, your car, your house, your food. And when we talk about time as a boundary, we're really talking about how someone chooses to spend time with another person. Internal boundary is being able to value your own thoughts, opinions, and emotions, which makes it easier to reciprocate that value with someone else. Bottom line, personal boundaries are important because they set the tone to how you want to be treated. And whenever you lower those boundaries or you disregard those boundaries, you fall into the trap of also lowering and disregarding other people's boundaries. And it makes it difficult to have healthy relationships. I wish I had learned that earlier. I didn't recognize how much power comes from the word no, or I'm not going to, especially if I don't want to. I think we have to be very mindful that if we want to deepen and strengthen relationships, we have to be able to say no. We have to ask ourselves, are we okay sharing this thing, this this material thing? We have to check in with ourselves about what our boundaries are or what they should be. Because also, for the relationship to be healthy, the boundaries need to be fluid. My biggest takeaway is respect people's boundaries, but also have expectations for yourself and build your own boundaries so you can be treated the way you want to be treated. Boundaries are important to your authenticity. Boundaries are important for your creativity. Boundaries are how you know your own limit. Boundaries safeguard you. Boundaries promote your happiness. Boundaries give you peace of mind. Practice self-care by practicing to uphold your boundaries. Remember, self-care is mental, it's physical, and it's spiritual. I want you to take care of yourself. I'm glad you're here. Next up, a conversation with Zakia Trice, a professional travel nurse. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. How are you? Girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you the charm. 
the third time's a charm. It's out of control. Okay. That's Zakia, when you hung up and I woke up the next morning, I was like, ooh, I can get this to her by Sunday. I was like, where's oh. the rest of the day of recording? <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, it's fine. I've, I've been putting my phone. I've been trying this thing over the weekend, putting my phone on Do Not Disturb. And it's been working, but that's why I didn't see your call because it does not ring. Like when I get in focus mode, Oh, I like that though. I like that. Yes. How did we get here, Zakia? Like, how did this start? So we met at um, a mutual friend's pop-up shop. It was like a grand opening, celebrating friends and business, and just being black entrepreneurs. And I was running low on my shea butter, and <laughs> you were one of the people that had. The shea butter that I felt connected with me. And when I opened up that shea butter and it had that pearl in it. It's the pearl for me. It's the pearl. Like, I cannot. I got into um, this thing where, which I'm almost done. I'm ordering some more shea butter soon. But I have the pearl with the, like, extra shea butter on it. Yeah. And when I rub my shea butter on, girl, I put the pearl in my hand and, like, rub it over my mouth. Yes, you figured it out. You figured it out. You're the only one that has said that to me. You figured it out. Oh, that's what it is. <laughs> yes. I told you me and that shea butter had a connection. You did. You did. I'm so glad you liked the product. But moreover, what I love is that the product connected us, and that's the purpose, right? For us to get connected. So tell me, Zakia, like exactly what is it that you do and why do you do it? Oh, I'm a nurse by profession, a registered nurse. I've been a nurse for eight years now, which time goes by very fast. Yeah. I remember being in nursing school, like about to cry my heart out. I got <laughs> pregnant with my son in nursing school, as a matter of fact. Wow. Okay. Yes. I had a, um, I had my son in August and I graduated that December. Oh my um, gosh. Yes. Yeah, so it was a very trying time for me, but I've always had the passion of just taking care of people and caring for others. And I've been in, I started off just being in a hospital doing general med surge, pretty much taking care of people that came out of all types of surgery. So I've seen a lot. Yeah. And when the pandemic happened last year, I just decided to just take a break because working in a hospital, um, working 12 hour shifts and just being up on your feet all the time, not yeah. really being able to eat, not even really able to use the bathroom at times, just, you know, pouring out your heart and caring for others. Sometimes that can be a little bit overwhelming. Yeah. So um, when the pandemic happened, I just decided to sit down and just kind of focus on myself and seeing what, what I truly wanted, who I was. Like I went all the way back to who are you? I wrote that down on a piece of paper. Right. And um I just started like planning out my life and planning out who I who I was and who I wanted to become. Okay. And so like you literally walked away from actually being in the hospital where you guys are like making guap right now if you're a nurse. <laughs> like so you walked away from that so you can yes. build your own service. Yes. I walked away um when I was leaving the hospital I was offered like $10,000 a week to go to New York. Excuse me? And I did, yes, $10,000 a week during this pandemic. And that's how I know. Like, I know for a fact this is my destiny and my purpose. Okay. Baby, I could have been, like, I could have been set down. Right. It was just something in my heart and in my mind. It was like, it was like that gut feeling that yeah. we know that we get sometimes that we ignore. Yeah. And um, 
I just had that feeling and I was like, look, it'll, it'll come. Yeah. And I just started saying like, happiness is the new rich and my mind is the new rich. Like I stopped chasing the money yeah so much yeah and i just started like really focusing in on myself and <laughs> i think about that all the time but now i'm like you know it, it's, it's coming and it'll come and i'm fine with it i'm happy with the decision that i made okay i'm glad you're happy with the decision you make how has moving from nursing into your own practice impacted you like as a person your personal growth started my practice in March of this year, which I left the hospital in March of last year. Right. So I took a whole year off just for myself and just to kind of, I feel like you can't really be a leader or help other people if you don't really know what you're doing with your life. You don't know where you're going. You can't tell people how they should or how they could make a change in their life if you haven't even started making those changes and figuring it out. Oh, so listen, that's a word. That is a word. To be a leader, I have to be a student first. So I took a lot of time to just pretty much learn about myself and learn like what my triggers are and learn like what makes me feel good, what makes me feel bad, what are some things that I need to cut out doing, what are some things that I can start doing that just help me continue to grow as a person. I came up with this thing <laughs> that I just wanted to be the best version of myself. Well, what were some of those things? Like, actually, tell us what some of those things are. I want to know what so they are. I I used to drink a lot. <laughs> like, being in a hospital, I would come off, like, I would get off work, be like, oh, my gosh, I need a drink. Like, I, I would drink wine, liquor, like, whatever it was. But I do notice, at the same time, I'm trying to work out, and I was working out. I was doing intense workouts, and I lost a lot of weight. But then I noticed, like, when I would have a drink, the way it made me feel, right. I would work out. Right. And it made me feel, like, short-winded. It didn't make me feel so good. Right. And then, um... As far as people, I cut a lot of people out of my life with family members included. And, you know, growing up, they always taught us, like, family is your family regardless of what or who they are. And you just have to be accepting of certain things from these certain people. Right. But when you're around those people and they make you feel a certain way, it's like, I start asking myself, like, hold up, I'm grown, first of all. So I don't have to sit here and deal with any of this um any of this behavior coming from whoever this person is so right. i did a lot of um like just self-reflecting and cutting people off cutting yeah. things off yeah. and just really focusing in on myself i got into a lot of meditating and um yoga and just stretching and just drinking more water just doing things that i felt would make me grow more as a person and you know it's funny you say that because it's like Learning about self-care, one of the major things I've come to understand is that um, it's a practice, right? So when you first start taking care of yourself, it feels kind of strange. So I guess the question is, how do you set healthy boundaries without having to cut everybody off? Because you told me... So um, it's funny <laughs> that you asked me that because um, I just made a post on my social media about the three... Like coming from three uh, three places of brokenness, yeah. And I said number one was me getting my heart broke in the past. Yeah. Me being broke <laughs> and me just <laughs> me just feeling broke, like brokenness as a person, just not feeling good, like not feeling good and not you know having that drive or my reason why. Yeah. So those three things kind of like transformed me into not wanting to feel that way. Yeah. I didn't. 
<laughs> I didn't like the way that that made me feel. So I wanted to stay far away from those things, which is what makes me get up every day and make makes me learn how to set boundaries. So number one, I definitely always look for red flags because we see things and we ignore them. Yeah. And we try to make things be okay. We try to make people be okay. Like, oh, well, maybe that was just that one time. Or, you know, we make up these things and ideas, but we know what's the truth. Like, we have that gut feeling. So I learned to pay attention to my gut feeling. And then also just learning to say no and being okay with it and not feeling guilty. Because you'll notice that people... They may get mad in the beginning, like, oh, my gosh, she said no. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And life goes on. And then it's like, okay, once you start saying no, you get used to it. It's like, no, like, I'm not doing it. It's like, yeah, I'm not doing this. Absolutely. Right, it starts to become a habit, and it feels good. Yeah. Saying no. Feels free. Like, right, like we talked about before, it's just, like we give and give so much to the point where we have nothing else to give the, and give important to ourselves. Yeah. So definitely saying no is healthy. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> How has setting healthy boundaries now helped you in, you know, terms of time management or how has it impacted you in a positive way so that you can give more to even the profession that you're in? Right. Okay. So definitely it keeps me focused. Um, like it helps me block out things or people because I'm, I tell people, I think I got undiagnosed ADHD. Like I will get distracted so fast. Like I'm doing something. I'm like, hold up, hold up. Let me do this. Let me do this. So it definitely keeps me focused on what I need to do and actually getting things done. Yeah. Like completing them. And it just, the more you stay focused on what it is that you're doing, of course, that allows more room for growth because you're, it's like a baby. Like you get to nurture it and yeah. help it grow and water and make sure like you're feeding into that. And the more yeah. energy and progress that you give to something, the momentum just keeps building and building. Yeah. It's like, and also like you're confronted with the negative things that you have to work out your own right. like toxicity, your own like demons. Definitely. Yeah, because I, I, I just had that happen this week. Like, one of my friends was like, um, can I get some time? I'm like, no. I can't. You can't. Like, I'm not trying to be funny, but no. But you no, can't. Like, no. I was like, Look, wait after the holidays. <laughs> after the holidays? <laughs> I just need the time. I need the time. You need the time. Okay. And it, it gets addicting because once you find that space, it's like, you don't want to come out of it. It's true. It's it's like there's a thin line between setting boundaries and being able to finally enjoy your space and get to know yourself and then completely right. isolating. Yeah, right. <laughs> there's really a thin line. Like, it, it, legit. It really For real. Like, you don't want to move. You don't want to move, especially with having children. Like, you're like, this is all the energy I have. This is all the energy I have. Yes, (laughs) yes. Okay. Yeah, I I mean, we we, we at the same place. Yes, I feel you. I do feel you. I know um, you talked about owning your own practice and doing your own services, but break down exactly what your services are so people understand, 
how necessary self-care is for you because you know you're taking care of people and that's very that's a hmm, that's a very uh involved practice yes it is (laughs) okay when you're taking care of people you definitely have to have a certain level of trust because people just don't trust you to be all up close and personal with them and i very i get very up close and personal um, I'm very confidential, so what I talk about with you during your care, when I'm with you, I will never discuss that with anyone else. Because right. Because look di- di- looks different on everybody. Mm-hmm. But what I do, um, I first started off doing mobile IV services. So most of the time when I was working in a hospital, I would see people come to the hospital like they're dehydrated or they overwork themselves or they're um, in a little bit of pain or just something simple where they would get a bag of IV fluids and their whole life would turn around. They would not even have to get admitted to the hospital, get a bag of IV fluids and go home. Right. So I started my own practice doing just mobile IV services right. for dehydration, um, immunity, energy, weight loss. And also um, I just incorporated when women have like, I know a couple of clients that I have, they have fibroids and really bad um, menstrual cramps. Yeah. So I have an IV that I put together to help with nausea, pain, and dehydration during that time because it's needed. Absolutely. When you're going through, when you're going through that time. Mm-hmm. Um, I also do pre- and post-op care since my background is in medical surgical. Um, I kind of get you prepared, your mindset and your body prepared before surgery. Yeah. So I always... You know get the doctor orders from my patients and then after surgery i monitor drains um do dressing changes check mm-hmm. vital signs mm-hmm. make sure your pain is under control and mm-hmm. things of that sort and i also just i'm just a motivational person i'm a motivational speaker i believe in self-care and just learning more about people and seeing how i can help them start and continue their health and wellness journey yeah i hear that and I support yeah. that. I think it's a really creative business that you have because I'm from the medical field originally. I'm a laboratorian. And I okay. promise you, though I had ideas of doing things like on my own, it wasn't going to happen. Like, <laughs> it, 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 it's a lot of like, I'm an, and I'm a peopler. Like I can be sociable, but like right. the caring for part, you know, listen, Zakia, the third time is a charm. Like, at this point, like I know you. At this, <laughs> I know everything about your goals and mission. Everything you hear me, every single thing. I really, really appreciate you. <laughs> Not your average nurse. We have a mobile professional nurse service that takes care of patients before and after surgery by getting their mind right before and taking care of their body after. And we also do IV services. IV services where you build special types of IVs to match your client's need. And this is an individual-based thing. So you do health and wellness individually, right? I got it all covered. (laughs) I am a walking flyer for you now, believe it or not. (laughs) Listen, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you so much for letting me interview you. This is the third time, and I'm so grateful you gave me the chance. Yes, no problem at all. And if anyone wants to follow me or contact me, um, just do at Professional Travel Nurses. And it's spelled the a basic way. It's nothing fancy. At Professional Travel Nurses on Facebook, Instagram, or Google, and you will find me. Okay, great. Find Zakia on Facebook or 
on Instagram at Professional Travel Nurses. Thank you so much for listening to the sesh. We're out. Yes, thank you. episode and you'd like to help support the podcast please share it with others post about it on social media or leave a rating and review to catch all the latest from me you can follow me on instagram at babes and butter special thanks to the square table for creating the music for the podcast you can find them at the square table on instagram and special thanks to Britain justice our engineer i am your host Sammy Joe.